Do they still make that? Folgers? I bet they do. Is that sitting next to your tab? <laughs> What's wrong with tab? <laughs> tab and Folgers. <laughs> That's the bookend for your day. Hi, I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. And this is What Should You Ask? We're talking today about coffee. And if you didn't know, Todd, it's PSL season. I don't, I don't know what PSL is. Well, if you ask Rebecca... Is that personal seat license? <laughs> if you ask Rebecca Guthrie, one of our um, team members, she too is a big fan of pumpkin spice latte. That's what PSL is, pumpkin spice latte. So we're talking about ordering coffee today. Do you drink coffee? Occasionally. How do you define that? I'd say once a year. Uh, I have a stretch where I'll try to switch off. <laughs> I remember when you gave up, you were going to get rid of Diet Mountain Dew, which which I I still Mountain. haven't had a Diet Mountain Dew. I'm a I'm a little afraid to have one. It's so good. It's like a relapse. I'm worried about like a relapse. It's good, you know. So Todd decided he was going to stop drinking Diet Mountain Dew. This was years ago. I was my office was in a different spot, and I heard the coffee machine running. And I thought, what in the world is that? And in walks Todd <laughs> with like this mug, you know, like a um, a, a 1980s businessman for a pound. And <laughs> with this mug, that's three quarters like syrup, creamer, sugar, one quarter. You got to work your way into it. You know, it's an acquired taste. You did right? it for like a week. You did it for. Is the Lorna? I've got to start drinking more coffee. Why? Well, my uh, Red Bull habit. It's probably not the best thing for me. yeah. By the way, to all the listeners, you did give up Diet Mountain Dew and you picked up Red Bull in exchange. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fair trade. It's got to be something. Does your wife, does Suzanne drink coffee? Yes. How many cups? One. Does she really have one cup of coffee? Does she have a Keurig, one of those little fancy machines? Ashley drinks coffee in the morning. And I know people joke about this, but as God is my holy witness, when she gets up, I don't speak. I don't look in her direction. There is no discussion. You don't claw your eyes out. We don't talk about anything until she has coffee first. Now, and she admits it. She's not rude, mean, or anything like that, but I do not. She goes, she sits in her chair on the patio if it's, you know, in three three quarters of the year, and then one one quarter of the year she sits in the kitchen. No discussions till she's had her coffee. Nothing. Do you drink tea? I do drink tea. I, I don't I'm know. I'm talking a lot like of, hot tea, not sweet tea. Uh Oh, I don't mind sweet tea, but we were we were at a local fast food restaurant, which I will go nameless, and I got a my daughter got a glass of their sweet tea. You almost couldn't pull that through the straw because of how many sugar crystal. It's like the sugar was crystallizing in that stuff. I'm like, that is more sugar than uh, any soft. Drink. I bet it was good. I bet it was good. Pumpkin spice latte. There's been lots of talk about pumpkin spice latte. I don't latte. like anything pumpkin flavor. You don't like pumpkin pie? No. What about pumpkin cheesecake? No. Oh, you should try it. You haven't tried it. I mean, I'm not down with a can of pumpkin filling. I, I don't love pumpkin pie, but I eat pumpkin cheesecake. Uh, but yeah, no, I will not be ordering a pumpkin spice latte this year. Will you? No. Hot coffee or iced coffee? Uh, I would drink it hot. See, I drink it iced. We're the yin and the yang. Coffee or espresso? Um, 
I can't handle espresso. The espresso's a little strong for me. I punt. I would drink Folgers from those old... Co- Folgers? That's what I drink from those old... Remember the old metal coffee cans that, that your dad collected nails in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and old coins. So today on What Should You Ask, we have coffee truck owner Jeremy Godwin answering our questions today about everything coffee. We'll learn the difference between a cappuccino and a macchiato and figure out why someone would drink iced coffee when it's 10 degrees outside. So keep listening to this episode of What Should You Ask? (laughs) We even finish each other's sandwiches. I've always prided myself on being a hard worker, but thanks to the accident, I can't even get out of bed. I need help, but I don't even know where to start. Talk to attorneys Farmer and Wright right away. The more recent the accident, the easier it is for them to investigate, defend you, and get compensation. I've never had to get a lawyer before. Isn't the insurance company going to help? You can't always rely on insurance companies. That's why you need Farmer and Wright. Go online to FarmerWright, that's right with a W, dot com. Welcome back. I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. Thanks for joining us on What Should You Ask? Today, we have uh, Jeremy Godwin, who is the owner of Frontier Coffee. And Jeremy opened Frontier Coffee in 2021. And as Jeremy, as I read this, it looks like you've kind of got a little bit of an interesting background. Right. Yeah. So you moved here from Alaska? I did. Where in Alaska? Anchorage. So nothing too crazy. It's the main city. How long did you live in in Anchorage? 18 years. Did so 18 did you years. get the oil check? Did you get the annual check each year? So depending on the oil sales from, I believe it's Prudhoe Bay, but overall the whole state, mm-hmm. based on those revenues, we get a cut of that as Alaska residents. Interesting. So mm-hmm. how, did you, how did you end up in Paducah? So that's a whole... That's a whole long story right yeah, there. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Cool. <laughs> All right. So I turned 18 the summer before my junior year of high school, and I had senioritis mm-hmm. to the extreme. I yep. was done. Uh, sorry. Let me say that again. Turned 18 the summer before my senior year. And oh, so, so you were an 18-year-old senior. Yes. Okay. And so I'm racking my brain. How am I going to get out of school? I was over it, done. Yeah. And I found um, a loophole in the application process to a college where they asked for, they just asked you to send in your transcript, an official transcript. They didn't say anything about having to had graduate. I guess that, that was just an assumed. And so I applied, put down the degree I wanted and just omitted didn't give them what they didn't ask for. Yeah. And got accepted to college. So you went into college. Did you finish college or did you just take some years? I did. I did finish college. So that leads to me to my question. So you graduated from college, but you do not have a high school degree. So I actually do have a high school diploma. They did find out. <laughs> yeah. And this so, uh, yeah. you know, an online education wasn't quite the thing then. Yeah. And so I was looking for correspondence schools and I'm a proud graduate of North Dakota Center for Distance Education. Got wow. It. Yeah. So what drove you into the coffee business? So I was a music teacher in Louisville when all of the COVID stuff happened. What kind of like music High theory music instruments? Or? Yeah. So I was a middle school choir teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where'd you, where did you teach? Johnson Traditional Middle School. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so COVID happened. We're virtual. Virtual choir does not I work bet very that was well. awkward. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. It really was. Um, it was not going well. So I was looking around. I was like, I've always had an entrepreneur mind. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I was like, why is there no coffee on this whole end of town? 
right. on a major road. Yeah. Because we have everyone from Mayfield sure. driving yeah. into yeah. It's busy yeah. coming out. Yeah. Busy road. And, and I sure. looked at the traffic count. I'm like, 32,000 people every day hit this road. That's insane. So is Frontier Coffee, is it a franchise or is it something you, no, you developed? Okay, it. good. Yeah. And so we uh, we launched it. We talked to some people, found some good deals, got a hold of the owner of that lot. Everything just fell into place just awesome. one at a time perfectly. What time do you have to wake up? Like, because your coffee is usually right. a morning drink, right? Yeah. So I should wake up at 5 a.m. I'm usually waking up at 5.30 and bolting out the door. <laughs> what time does the coffee truck open? 6.30. Oh, okay. You mm-hmm. got time. All right. So, yeah, a little bit of wiggle room there. When I first opened, I was open from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m., but yep. that started to be too much. We started to see when people were coming, so we started opening at 6.30, because that's really when people begin to come in. Do you have people lined up, like, when you get ready to go into the truck? No, not, got not, not usually. So, you know, I might have one or two people at 6.30, maybe, but they usually will start rolling in around that 6.35, 6.40. Today now, 6.30, it was go time. No break till about 9 o'clock. Do you have, Todd asked, do you have regulars? Like, you know, what the, like I know what this car is going to order. This is going to be oh, like yeah. a... What's the most popular drink you serve? Most popular drink. A 24-ounce iced turtle chocolate caramel. That's dessert. That's not coffee. That's dessert. <laughs> Let's all be honest. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> but hey, if they'll buy it, you sell it. So, so it's 24-ounce hey. <laughs> caramel what? So it's a 24-ounce iced turtle, which is chocolate and... Car- and uh, Caramel. So what all is in milk? We call that a milkshake. What all? What all is in? <laughs> what all is in that? Yeah. So we have milk, ice, chocolate sauce, caramel sauce, and then our coffee. Traditionally, you would use espresso, which is just a uh, concentrated coffee. Mm-hmm. We use cold brew concentrate. We find that that's smoother for ice drinks, which is what a lot of people want. So you get the energy without the bitter bite. Oh, I'm, we might. You need to go get us a couple of those. We some need to try one of those in the morning. Yeah. Do people still make coffee at home, or, or is everybody buying it? I would say, I would say, actually, more people are starting to make coffee at home now. Um, we have a lot of people that go and get coffee, but with the economy, inflation, people are tightening their budget a lot. Have you seen that's probably one of the indicators? Are these coffee shops? Have well, you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yes. The coffee industry went through something very interesting in 2008. I want to say it was Starbucks that did this study. And they found that in a recession, coffee sales went up because it's considered an affordable indulgence. Okay. So you can't go to Okay. You know, go buy a car, but you'll buy a cup of you'll buy yes. the, your your favorite Turtle, brand. Frappuccino yeah. extra, extra caramel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Our issue is inflation, and that's a whole different beast right now. Okay. So have you seen all your raw material and costs and everything gone up? Yeah. Milk has gone up over a hundred percent since since I started a year ago. So I oh, opened yeah. April 20th uh, okay. last year. Yeah. It's gone up over 100%. I, do you have a whiteboard for your pricing? I absolutely would. I, I, well, <laughs> so I actually just don't even put the price up there. But uh, to answer your original question, I do have people scaling back. So the person that would come every day is coming once a week. Once a week, now once a month. Once a month, okay. I'm really not seeing them. Now, people that have a little bit more wiggle room... Mm-hmm. They're still coming. They're still pretty coming. Often. About the home, the home coffee makers. Do you like Keurigs or hate them? I don't like. Them. So the coffee is old. Uh, like it's put in a little package thing. It's been there for how many months? Yeah, no one knows. So uh, the quality is not going to be amazing. I'm I'm not going to pretend like it will be. It's convenient. Yeah, it's really convenient. Do you have a fancy coffee maker at home, or no? no you just go to the no, office. We just 
we just go to the truck. Um, every now and then I'll bring some cold brew to the house and we're, we're good to go. Got it. Mm-hmm. You touched on a little bit, the difference between coffee at home and coffee at, at your coffee shop. So right. fresh coffee, fresh beans, grunt, whatever. Yes, so yeah. the beans themselves being fresh, that's not the biggest issue. A, an unroasted green coffee bean mm-hmm. can be good for a year and no major degradation. Once it is roasted, you have about three weeks before you're going to notice some significant degradation. Got it. And so, you know, we make orders just about every week, every week and a half. We don't, we go through them so fast. Where, do you, get your st- where do you get your coffee beans? Sooner Goss Coffee in Louisville. Okay. And so we, we have paid the price for premium bean. Uh-huh. And that's what draws a lot of people to us. So um, that particular roastery it's a coffee chain in louisville okay. they've won roasting competitions mm-hmm. i mean they're just they're really good so we're going to go back to the coffee basics so what is a latte all right a latte is your espresso which is concentrated coffee through um sorry concentrated coffee with steamed milk that's all it is Would so this is like a coffee with milk no because a traditional coffee, like your drip coffee that you might get like at a... Bulgers. <laughs> right. So that's drip coffee. It's not as strong as espresso. Got it. So let me, let me just break down... espresso in the little pack with the handle <sighs> thing? Yes. So, okay. So let me break down what an espresso is. Um, you grind the coffee beans into a powder, mm-hmm. essentially. Then you pack it down. Yep. And you put it into that fancy machine that costs way too much. Mm-hmm. And it has highly pressurized water that goes through the beans. And then you end up with this ultra dense concentrated coffee product. Got it. Mm -hmm. So funny story. I was not much of a coffee drinker growing up. And I don't know if I'd had more than one or two cups ever. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. Was that strong? Yeah. Mm, You probably had straight espresso. It was. That's very popular in Europe. It was a, it was a very, I, I'm like, I need to work into that. That's not, that's not the starting point. My coffee story is when my wife, this was early in our relationship. My wife drinks coffee. I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I, whatever, each to their own, whatever. So she tells me what she wants. I think it was Starbucks back then. Tells me what she wants. And so I had to write it down. It was so foreign to me. I had to write it on a sheet of paper. It you don't use Italian sizes. terms though. Not no, really. Not good. unless it's the name of the coffee. So uh, actually, so Americano. What is, uh, an Amer- what is an Americano? Well, it kind of goes back to your, uh, your espresso uh, experience. So you said that you had it. It was so strong you had to work into it. Well, Americano is that espresso drink that you had diluted in water. And what happened was in World War II, the American soldiers went to Italy and they had the espresso drinks because that's what's popular in Italy. And it was too, too strong much. for the Americans. Yeah. So, so they diluted it with water and they called it the Americano. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's a cappuccino? All right. So cappuccino is a little bit of an odd one. If you go, like a lot of people think about what they get at the gas station. Okay. Like the cappuccino thing that you put your cup in and it fills it up. That's sugar machine. By that's yeah. sugar and water. Okay. That's <laughs> like, that's not a cappuccino. Um, <laughs> A traditional cappuccino is espresso with equal parts milk and the uh, foam from steaming the milk. Got and it. so you'll have traditionally six ounces. Now in Paducah and Kentucky, they still want their 12, 16, 20 ounces. So we just froth up the milk a bunch. 
Got it. So yeah. you have so one of those steam machine things. So it's yeah. equal okay. part no. coffee and milk. Equal part coffee, milk, foam. foam. Yes. What about a macchiato? Macchiato. Um, traditionally, that is, I believe it's two shots espresso, but it's poured into the milk. Okay. And so you'll have the milk and foam. You'll pour the shot into the milk and you'll mm-hmm. have a little dot. Macchiato is Italian for marked. Got and it. It's marked from the espresso. This is like a quiz for you, by the way. What about a mocha? Mocha, that's a latte with chocolate. D- AKA dessert. What about, a, is it breve, I assume? Breve. Yeah, correct. Um, that is a latte, but instead of regular milk, you're using half and half. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we return, we will continue talking to coffee truck owner Jeremy Godwin about hot versus frozen coffee. This is What Should You Ask? I never thought I'd need Social Security disability benefits, but I've been out of work for over a year now due to my medical condition. How do Social Security disability benefits even work? It's time to contact attorneys Farmer and Wright. They specialize in helping people just like you get the benefits they need. But I'm not even sure what to apply for. There are Social Security disability insurance benefits and supplemental security income. When you need to fill out your claim, talk to Farmer and Wright first. Go online to FarmerWright, that's right with a W, dot com. Welcome back. I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. Thanks for joining us on What Should You Ask? Today, the owner of Frontier Coffee, Jeremy Godwin, is here and giving us a great lesson on all things coffee, right? I got a question. So you grew up in Alaska, right? Right. What was your first summer in Kentucky like after living in Alaska? Goodness. It was (laughs) the swamp. Okay. So I moved here fall of 08 for college. And I remember when I stepped off the airplane in August, (laughs) I was like... What in the like? I I thought I had moved to Florida or something. Like, yeah, I was like, it's humid, and I've never been here before. No breeze, yeah, and no ocean breeze. And I was like, what in the world? And then that fall, Hurricane Ike happened, and I remember looking out the window. Um, that Sunday. Oh, is that when it blew all the way through Kentucky? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was it a came, big insurance claim, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and I remember looking out the window Sunday morning, and I just see this giant log rolling down. <laughs> and I was like, what in the world have I signed up for? Because Alaska didn't have this. No. And then we have the ice storm that later that winter where, you know, you can't yeah. Oh, yeah. drive five miles per hour without getting in a car crash, the elementary school next to my house uh-huh. would have to stop recess pretty frequently because of bears. Um, <laughs> That's great. But a bigger risk actually is moose coming into the city. And I mean, I remember watching... Moose are a, dangerous. Oh, they're horrible. They're horrible. Now, we call them city moose. They're used to people. Yeah. And so, like, they won't bother you if you don't get too close, but, like, they'll stick their head in your window... Wow. And I remember one time we were charged by a moose and my mom like nailed it on the gas. All right. So pumpkin spice latte. What is it? Yeah. So pumpkin spice latte is probably the most famous coffee drink currently in the world, uh, at least in America. And it was made by Starbucks or I should say Starbucks popularized it. They started with a hundred stores, tested it and they, they tr- really tried to just go with the seasonings that you would put in pumpkin, like right. pumpkin pie. Yep. And so uh, I believe it was McCormick. It's cinnamon, cardamom, allspice, and something else, four spices. Okay. And they, they got that into a syrup form, added it to coffee. 
and they tested it in 100 stores. It worked, expanded, boom. So it's like the flavoring that you mix together into the yes. coffee. Yeah. Okay. So does it take the bitterness of coffee away? No. Okay. So you can hide bitterness with sweet and especially a bold sweet, like a chocolate. You can hide some of that bitterness, but really it's adding to, it's not taking away. Got, Got it. it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got um, and so we talked about what the pumpkin spice was. That's essentially just flavoring, right? Yeah. It's just flavoring. What are some other fall drinks people should consider when ordering? First of all, do you make hot chocolate or is that like a... Like yeah. A- so, so we have fun. Like we are not limited strictly to coffee. Uh-huh. So we do the hot chocolate. Other fall drinks, I have a maple spice. That's actually my kind of my go-to when we carry it. Uh-huh. And we are getting toasted marshmallow in, which goes really well with chocolate. Okay. Hmm. So tell us about the difference of hot versus cold coffee. There's like this whole world of cold coffee, which is, was that the turtle thing you were talking about at the, be- that, at the beginning? Yeah, that, The that turtle is, milkshake? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, what, so what's funny about, you say milkshake, I actually do the blended ice drinks as well. And that's like a coffee milkshake. So okay. my most popular is still liquid, but on ice. Mm-hmm. But when you blend it all together, I mean, it's like you have a coffee chocolate caramel milkshake and you... Put the drizzle on the side of the cup and the whipped cream and... Got it. Yeah. Got it. So um, it, so that's the difference between iced coffee and blended ice, right? Correct. So uh, I don't really know for sure the history of iced coffee. I did a little bit of looking up and the closest, earliest date I could find was uh, French soldiers in Algeria. And this was like... 15th century or something mm-hmm. and they added their uh, coffee to ice to help combat the heat okay and uh, i know it was popular on the east coast for a while before it was popular in the west mm-hmm. and uh, in the united states and it has taken over slowly and now it's a whole thing got it and so frappuccino is that one of the todd you know what todd what's a frappuccino oh i do Okay. So okay. What, what is it? So Frappuccino is actually a trademark term by Starbucks. It is. It's it, trademark. Okay. It is. Huh. So the Frappe is the technical term for that blended drink that I just described. Yep. And so what Starbucks did was they added the term Frappe with Cappuccino, put it together for Frappuccino. Got it. Trademarked it. So no one else legally can use that term. Got it. Um, all right. What about tea? Is tea like the... Little brother of coffee? You? Uh, you know, I don't I don't think so. It's a whole other art form. You go to Japan. I mean, my goodness. Um, England. England. Yeah. Big tea so you sell, do you sell tea? We sell Earl Grey tea. Of course. And we sell matcha. Matcha? Matcha. Is that yes. like green tea? That is a high-grade Japanese green tea. Okay. So matcha is um, a tea leaf that... Like two months before they harvest the leaf, they put it in a light shade. And then every week they increase the shade and it brings out polyphenols in the leaf. Then you harvest, dry, all that. And then you store it in a freezer to keep it cold. And you have this highly... All that work on that and then they freeze it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's super high in polyphenols, has a little bit of caffeine. It's very healthy for you. And so we offer that and I will add a little bit of honey to mine. Yeah. And, you know, you can do different things to fancy it up. I need, but, to, I need to try yeah. that. What's yeah. your favorite coffee drink? 
I'm I'm pretty boring. Um, if I'm not getting that maple spice, I'm mm-hmm. getting vanilla usually. Vanilla coffee? Uh, just like a vanilla flavored latte. Latte, so coffee and milk and vanilla yeah, flavor. Got it. The, the espresso coffee, milk, frothed milk. Oh, milk. Foam. Um, mm-hmm. Do you? What's your average like sale price? You think? Average sale price um, really depends. So a large ice latte, which is my most popular drink with flavor, is five eighty eight with tax. All in. All in. That's my, cheap. That's pretty cheap. It's not bad. We we try to keep it affordable. Yeah, my average ticket, mm-hmm. I believe, is somewhere in that eight fifty range. So if you got a muffin on top or if you got two drinks, all that averages. Got it. What do you think goes best with coffee? Anything cinnamon goes well with coffee. Cinnamon roll, coffee cake, which is cinnamon based. Do you sell coffee cake there? I do not. I should. But yeah. I yeah. Um, so I'm getting ready to launch the cinnamon rolls in a cup, which I've done before with great success. Um, What's so, that? So it's like monkey bread. It's a cinnamon yeah. roll. But it's pull apart style and I layer it in a cup with icing. And so it's dough, icing, dough, icing. Oh, my heavens. And so, you know, for me, it's a one man show in that truck. I really don't have room. I'm operating in 72 square feet. Yeah, it's no, very cramped. You can make them in advance and throw them out the door. Bingo. Yeah. And so, you know, for me, I need to think I, I don't I can't do anything that really takes prep time. Mm-hmm. I need something I can give. So, you know, I have like a little convection oven in there and I'll warm up muffins or mm-hmm. whatever and i have a little display case so blueberry muffins cream cheese danishes uh, coffee cake cinnamon roll cups yeah and then we have some oatmeal a lot of people like oatmeal with their coffee i don't understand that i don't understand like oatmeal. a bowl or a cup of oatmeal yeah we have a um, to-go cups of oatmeal i'm actually i'm sold out we just ordered some yesterday Good for you yeah Well, thank you so much. Today, we've had Jeremy Godwin from Frontier Coffee here in Paducah. Yeah. Well, thanks for so much for having me. This has been fun. We're going to come get one of those uh, caramel milkshakes. Yeah, we can do it. (laughs) If you like what you've heard, make sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to where you listen to podcasts. Loved what you heard, then leave us a review where you listen and tell anybody that we're at whatshouldyouask.live. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we ask, what should you ask about life topics? So make sure you come back to hear about what we're asking. What Should You Ask is hosted by Todd Farmer and Sam Wright. The producer is Jennifer Caldwell. Visit whatshouldyouask.live to download additional episodes, suggest a future topic, or get a free book from the host. The information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as legal advice on any subject matter. You should not act or refrain from acting based on any content mentioned without seeking legal or other professional advice in your area. The hosts, guests, and sponsors remove themselves from all liability for actions you take or fail to take based on any content in this broadcast.